This scripture reading and the following address are part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on May 28, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Holy Gospel according to John chapter 20. Glory to you, O Lord. And my address will be largely based on these words. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I, had, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Let's pray. Pray those words. Come, O Holy Spirit, come to us, open our hearts uh, to receive your gifts in Christ for us this day. Amen. So this Sunday is the last of our um, series of being on the road with Jesus. We've been dwelling in Luke chapter 24 a little over the Sundays during May. What's on that road ahead of you as you look at that image? What's, what's, what's over the hill? And I've sort of been wondering whether I might be over the hill, actually, um, all too often. But... Um, with what's lying ahead of you, is it something that you can hardly wait to just navigate that next corner on? Or is it something that looks too hard to climb this hill that lies before you? And how do you feel about what's lying ahead of you? Over these Sundays, we've been with disciples on the journey. Those disciples in Luke 24 who start out with downcast, looking down at their feet, and who at the end of the story are those using their feet to go to others, back down the road, back down the road they've come on to tell people good news. And today in our Gospel reading, we hear of Jesus' gift and his commission by his holy breath, this, the breath of life nonetheless. This gift to his disciples, to his church, to you as you make the journey. To me, to us, as the Father has sent me down the road, so I send you. Pretty straightforward, it seems, doesn't it? Away we go. Send your servant down the road with a message, a good news message, nonetheless, for your load. That's us. But it's often not so straightforward it seems, is it? We know that life on the road can also bring challenge as we've discussed over these weeks. It can challenge 
us in our faith. It can bring struggle and even doubt. And it can bring fear, this journey that we make. That's what we meet in the disciples as John records in, John, in chapter 20 of his gospel today. On that first day of the resurrection good news of Jesus' new life, the disciples are something like those who were downcast on the road to Emmaus. They're locked up in the room in fear. Fear which locks others out. Fear which is debilitating as they lock themselves away. And the common thing for these disciples, like those on the road to Emmaus, is that Jesus comes to them where they are. And I find that very comforting, I have to say. Peace I bring with me, Jesus says as he comes. Peace to you indeed. I am with you. I will walk with you always. Peace be with you. We greet one another with the same peace, don't we? That very peace that Jesus greets those disciples with. We've already done it today. We've heard the word of forgiveness, not just from a, a human person, but from God himself to us. Peace be with you. It is true peace. And we will greet one another uh, in that same peace later this morning. We'll hear Jesus host us to, or bring us to his table. This is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Peace be with you. We share this as Christians. True peace which will somehow wonderfully sustain us in amongst all of the challenges that come. The doubts, the uncertainty, and yes, even the fear. Here is God's spirit at work among God's people. Jesus breathing on you and me the very breath of life. The reality that as we worship, God makes this Easter event, this first day event, come alive for you and me in the gift of forgiveness, in the enactment of the supper. The death and resurrection and the gifts of God in that are brought afresh to us this day. And what peace, I pray, that brings. This peace then sustains us in all the things of life which we face. My daughter's been doing a little bit of research on um, my family history, and I knew very little about it. Uh, and she discovered recently that, uh, I think it is my great-grandfather, uh, came out from, uh, well, I guess it's Poland now, but uh, Silesia, um, Prussia, whatever it was in those days, and spent 117 days aboard a ship to get here. I think of what it must have been for him as a young man starting out, um, and the uncertainty of it all. And I think quite literally of people travelling the road, especially people who have moved from one place to another. Uh, and, you know, they, they, they say that can be one of the great stresses of life when you shift um, abode. And I think of the wonder of wonders as we saw all of those flags, as we think of the people who have come here from other lands, of what that's, what that's brought and, and the blessing that it is to us here today. 
that people have come from another place to be in this country. And with them comes the gospel on their lips. In fact, that's how the gospel came to this land, isn't it? As people came from other places to bring the word of God to this land. I think, too, uh, of the peace that that brings so many people that I know. I think, too, of the peace that's needed in this land still at this time, when I think of the racism that still rears its ugly head. My first call to ministry, as I've been considering a call, I've been reflecting on my very first call to ministry was in Central Australia. I thank God for the gospel that came to that part of the world. And so do the people in the church there. Uh, um, thank God that you know, people brought the good news of Jesus from another land. What a blessing that is. I thank God too, though, that those people taught me so much. When we talk about spirituality, it was a blessing for me to actually stop and listen to others. And the rich spirituality that, can, that brings faith alive. On this Pentecost Sunday, I marvel at the strong sense of spirituality among people of the centre of this country. Thanks be to God. And yet I know too from praying with some of them, and in my early days, that week of prayer for reconciliation, as I've actually prayed individually with people, I know too of the peace that some people still yearn for. People who were taken from their families as young children because of the policies of the land at that time. Peace is still needed in this country. And as we enter this National Reconciliation Week, I want to encourage us in the peace that we have and to be the peace as Christians that we are. In peace, we can work through difference together in Christ. We need not and should not fear this. For our risen Lord is our peace. God's word incarnate amongst us for a troubled world and a troubled church so often. Our church too knows what it is for families to separate and to live with hurt and sometimes even with fear. And Jesus, by the work of the Holy Spirit, comes to us, just like those disciples on the first day, to bring true peace through forgiveness, to bring peace through, through grace, to be reconciled to one another in the peace of God, and to be called then to be the same reconcilers of peace where God takes us, to be ambassadors, if you will, of God's reconciliation as we enact the gift of forgiveness and grace and peace. We will, at a time in our congregation, I'm sure, dis discuss uh, uh, the question that will lie before our land on, um, on the referendum that lies before us. And I think we should be able to do that. I want to encourage us not to get caught up in the politics of it all, but to be those people who we are, the people of peace, with all our hearts and in all the relationships that we bring with one another. To be listeners, just as I was so blessed to listen to the people of Central Australia as a, you know, someone who had no idea at all as a younger man. Because I think if we can't discuss this matter 
Who will? And what will occur if we don't discuss it, even where we might have our differences? The peace of God through the work of the Spirit bringing us to our Lord is not some sort of magic thing that's going to make us into superhuman peace-bringing people, but people who do the yards, and sometimes those yards are hard, and sometimes those hills are high. But what a gift we have. The peace of God, which is beyond human understanding, we often hear at the end of a sermon, don't we? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding from Philippians chapter 4, will guard, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God's promise. And God sends us then down the road with and in that same peace to help us in our witness and in our interactions with one another. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Fear and sadness and hurt are part of life, it seems, aren't they? It's part of the the sinful fall, isn't it? But it's not always related to sin. In the words of the angel at the tomb, as as we face the big issues of life together... The angel simply greets those disciples who are unsure and uncertain with the words, don't be afraid. And Jesus greets the same way, for I am with you always. So dear friends in Christ, as we face the the, the challenges of life on the road, Jesus comes to us as he promises. He calls us to dwell with him in his word of peace. He calls you and me to come to his table to hear and receive the very gift of life. He restores and prepares us for living. And he promises to walk with us always. So one of my favourite phrases of encouragement sometimes for people as they're doing it hard is simply to say, Jesus walks with you. Jesus walks with you, whatever that road is taking you on and uh, what it might mean for you. Because that's his promise, isn't it? From that time of baptism, grace. I am with you. I am with you always, even to the ends of the time. Over recent weeks, we've considered the call to be God's people to go in mission and share the good news. Christ is risen indeed. We've heard the call to be taught by Jesus himself as we travel on the road to be people who dwell in the scriptures with him. And we've been invited to come to his table to receive his rich grace and blessings to help us navigate this journey that we're sent on uh, as uh, God's people in amongst all of our fears and struggles too. You see, dear friends in Christ, it's so often the case in my reflection that our witnesses become so full and as God would have them be in the places of struggle in the times of difficulty, that God's peace shines through. So, dear friends, peace be with you. Sue reminded me of the words, as we were thinking of the challenges that we face in life, Sue reminded me of the words of an altogether song that was penned by Julie Perrin and Robin Mann, which we'll sing in a moment. For you deep stillness, and part of Uh, What we sing goes like, well, I'm not going to sing it, uh, but we will in a moment together. And when you're burnt by the journey, may the cool winds of the hovering spirit 
soothe and replenish you in the name of Christ. In the name of Christ. Life on the road with Jesus. He is with you. He promises this again this day. He brings his peace whatever you face. And the wonder of wonders I find is that he loves you and he loves me and he loves us so much, so, so much. And he trusts us so much that he sends us down the road with this peace, with this good news, with this forgiveness and with this breath of life for all the people that you will meet. Maybe it's the question is not what's over the hill for you on the journey ahead, but who's waiting there for you? Jesus surely is, and he's bringing you to someone. I don't know if it's today, I don't know if it's tomorrow, but it's going to be on your journey for you to bring the very peace of God to. So listen again as you make the journey and hear our Lord say, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Peace be with you. Amen. And this peace of God, which goes beyond all human understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, now and always. Amen. Amen.